Welcome to the December 10th, 2020 episode of Crazy Wanted More. I am your host, Jerry Jesus. Join along with, as always, the man, the myth, the legend. The caffeinated pineapple. Oh, shit. You got some coffee <laughs> in you, boy. <laughs> I'm doing Dog, good, I man. How about you? Right oh, Holy fuck, shit. I'm doing great. I got some Dickerson, and Major Dickerson, or however you say it, and uh, some vanilla, some vanilla cinnamon. So, Ooh. good shit. <laughs> Tastes good. I like, uh, I see, I... I'm kind of into creamers now with my coffee, only because uh, the what some one of the medications that I take it, it it fucks up my like stomach now. So anything too acidic, I can't have. So like otherwise, I just have real horrible acid reflux and like my stomach's upset and shit. It's horrible. So now when if I want to have coffee, I gotta have creamer with it because I need something to balance out that the acidity, you know. So now I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. So I've been, but I've been, uh, I've been into uh, the sweet Italian cream or Italian sweet cream, uh, yeah, flavor, really good. Oh, it's magnifico. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm a I'm a hazelnut guy whenever that's available. But uh, when I lived in the Midwest, they had uh, the Reese's creamer, so it's like I got peanut butter coffee almost. Oh <laughs> shit, that's the Wilford Brimley uh, package. Holy shit. That's oh, got to be diabetes central. How I can't imagine the sugar content in that. Good God. Oh, I don't know. I Sugar. What is that? Uh, <laughs> I laugh at sugar. Speaking of laughing. Dextrose. Sucrose. Um, <laughs> right. Remember that, that Nickelodeon commercial? No. What's Nickelodeon? What? <laughs> I know what is it? I only know about what Disney is- Channel. Oh. Oh God! I know about them wizards. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> oh, the um, ones in Waverly Place. Uh, well, or the Halloween Town bitches because uh, they well, were fine. Oh, I don't know. I, I was too old to see Halloween Town. Actually, they. Oh, dude, the three, the yeah, three witches. Well, not the, not all shit. three of them. It was the blonde bitch that I had a crush on. The 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 blonde oh. one with like fucking Elvira. Oh, tasty. You know, Elvira's. Uh, black hair right yeah but she was she looked she was she was a blonde elvira i mean is what i'm getting at oh okay well you know like she looked like her but she was blonde actually uh i'll say elvira is actually a redhead so there you go hey that's a gift for me to you merry christmas no wonder i like her i like me some redheads speaking of uh people get mad for at the drop of a hat one of the reasons uh, I was kind of waiting for today was um, to see what the reactions, day one reactions are for the new uh, CP drop. I'm sorry, I mean Cyberpunk. Yeah, don't uh, say CP. People get the wrong idea. Goddamn. <laughs> oh, CP could be Cheese Pizza. Cheese Pizza Punk 2077. So, um, Cheese Pizza. What is this, 4chan? Come on now. Oh, it's boy, Cyberpunk. No, Man, they get enough attention. They don't need stuff from our seven. We ain't dropping members. any, any, uh, any, uh, what, uh, hidden hidden like keywords or or whatever secret oh, words man. secret code words and yeah, we ain't dropping any of those that's it's not what we're about i'm talking about cyber well, i'll tell you what the code words didn't get dropped was uh buyer beware and uh it seems like every time a big overhyped release whether you know like cyberpunk and i'm not trying to knock the game like i'm i was pretty hyped for it too so don't before I go on this, don't get me wrong on that. But uh, every time you see something that's hyped up for months, years, or whatever, you know, nine times out of ten, generally becomes something that you hate at least on the first day. You know, there is obviously this game, but then, you know, people are like it. I mean, people are going to bag on it, which is fine. They just need to wait, which is also fine. Whatever. People have voices. They they leak air. It's fine. We, we know a lot of those guys. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I would say, like, you look back at, like, big overhyped releases. I mean, I don't know if you're old enough to remember this, but uh, a few years ago, there was a little game called Aliens Colonial Marines, which was hyped to the fucking gills to the point where I actually I, I was recall, able to I get an erection that. in a GameStop. Okay, well, that's – I don't recall my erection in the GameStop either, but this was that first time when I saw that trailer. And uh, I went ahead, and I was a sucker at the time for collector's editions. I wanted that big, 
power loader and an alien statue fighting. And so I, I told Amazon, take my money. You're not taking it fast enough. Yeah. Well, it turns out they they did take it pretty quick because when that game came out, they were quick to not cancel it after I heard the reviews on day one. So you know, <laughs> They wanted to make sure you got your I, money. Exactly. So not only did I pay 100 bucks for this shit, now I got to wait a week. I got to spend a week contemplating my poor life choice <laughs> and being 100 bucks poorer. Dude, nothing was... Nothing, nothing was worse than when you got like when your mom or dad would take you to the game store and you had to pick one game or two games. You know, if you were lucky, two games, and that was the game that you were stuck with for the week. Oh, dude, the amount of shitty GameCube games that I got because they were cheap, like for to rent. Yeah, I'm like, oh well, it's the GameCube. It's Nintendo. It can't can't go wrong. And fucking playing uh with that horrible fucking WWE Day of Reckoning game, that really stupid uh monster oh, dude, truck don't uh, wrestling so game. Mean. <laughs> dude, I was you know what? I was so fantastic. Game. You're thinking of Crush Hour. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no no! Day of Reckoning was I didn't like Day of Reckoning. If you liked it, all you know, good for you. I because I Did wanted like I Day wanted a Reckoning? season mode because I wanted a season mode like the SmackDown games at the time. And I was thinking, dude, yeah, like they're around that era. I mean, if you could make it work on if you can have a wrestling oh. game on the, on the GameCube, I mean, I'm sure there's a subset of people that want the season mode like like I did. It was some bullshit story if I remember correctly, or or no, was it yeah, the it second was one? There was story. there was one where the only oh, story was you pretty story. much had to like play all these matches and win titles and shit. Like it wasn't an actual season mode or story really. It was, oh, was kind of stupid. That one's that would be X8. That would be WrestleMania X8 for sure. That's, okay, you so, just play stipulation matches. It's it's. Uh, it was good. It was pretty as fuck for the time. Don't get me wrong. At in when it came out, I was like, "Holy shit!" You got because this was to me. This was before I got like "Here Comes the Pain" and "Smackdown," "Shut Your Mouth," and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. to see actual cinematic entrances on you know a video game system was like, "Holy shit!" Because yeah, you know, before like, that, it's gifts on fucking WrestleMania 2000. Well, here's how much of a fucking nerd that I was when I was. Uh, yeah. When I would play those wrestling games, I wanted the games that had the entrances and shit because yeah. I wanted when I would play, I would kind of make like my own show almost if I wasn't doing the story sure. mode. So I wanted to see the entrances. I wanted to see, you know, that's why I, I like the as buggy as the universe mode is. That's the only thing that is redeemable to me about the, the 2K games. Everything else sucks ass. The season's horrible. All of that shit is horrible. But you know what? What always has me coming back is the universe mode because I, that little kid in me, that little nerdy kid always... It, jumps up and down for joy and is like oh i can make my own show <laughs> no and that's good shit like i i respect that i like the universe mode i could never do it because it takes too much commitment I guess. and i'm just you have to use your imagination a lot like because there's no like no, in-game cutscenes or anything i mean there is but like they're they're <laughs> triggered by certain events and shit like so when you create your first rivalry, you always kind of have to use your like I usually use like my imagination a little bit on like why this is happening or some shit. It's kind of fun. It gets you like it's something to well, it is. It, you can sink an easy you know five to six hours in it if you just don't even look at the time and just do shit like that. Like I've sunk in a right. whole day into that just just playing it like that. No, and that's great. I'm not not like I said. I'm not knocking. It's just from like at you know where I'm at in life. I guess like it's just I want to do it, but it's like. Yeah, you know, it. like it does. Like it takes a commitment, and and once you get into it, you're like, once you decipher the language, you're like, holy shit! You know, you put the pieces in the place, and it's all good. Like for me, like I love playing it, but the game, like so, creating it would be awesome for me. But playing the actual game is it's just the opposite. Where it's like it's to me, it's plotting. It takes so much of the same repetitions. And I know that's the same of every game. And we've talked about that, but it's like, oof, the WWE games, like I, I treat it like a, a fight, not a fighting game, but I don't know. I try to play it and I end up getting like two matches in and then I'm like, I'm done for the, the day. You know what games you know? that the, the only wrestling games that still hook me in? I mean, I know I talk about the universe mode, but I mean, I'm talking about like the season Fine. playing at arcade, like just doing everything yeah. in the in the games, not just you know whatever yeah. certain mode. I the the this yeah. um 
SmackDown Shut Your Mouth and SmackDown uh, Here Comes the Pain. Those two games, to oh. me, along with No Mercy, are masterpieces. Those two games are so, oh, yeah. including No Mercy, they're they're so much fun. I mean, No Mercy's timeless, and it's on a fucking, what, 20-something-year-old system? 25, at least. Yeah, and, and the very, PS2 isn't too, and PS, PS2 isn't too far behind. The PS2 is PS2, like 20 yeah, years old or something. Years. Yeah. And those two, those games, good. I'll play those games all day over any new WWE game today. Easy. Yeah. I mean, and, shit, dude, the other night I, I was down here playing it. See? See? That, no, that proves your point. Like, it, those are, like, the way those were executed where the storylines were, like, the story, it was the story and season mode put together where it integrated so seamlessly that, in, I think in the case of, uh, I want to say, yeah, actually Here Comes the Pain, where every month or every like span of three months in the game was like a new storyline adventure, but you kept going and it felt like a, it could go on forever, but you you would have to be playing quite a bit to have a repeat uh, scenario. But that's yeah, why I you remember, kept going, though. If I remember correctly, once you complete a year, you can do another year again. Yeah. As the same guy, like you can, like right now I have one as Triple H, so obviously, like you know, I, I I've gotten good enough at the game that I, I'm, you know, doing the Triple H honor. I'm burying everyone, so, but like some of the, um, well, I mean, some of the, 90, wouldn't you like rank ninety anyway? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Any well, the problem is, is my ball. ass had to get good at the game first. Like the first couple matches, oh, I kept losing because oh. I couldn't figure out the reversals, mainly because my high ass was hitting the wrong fucking. I, when I'm high, I get my rights and lefts mixed up, so I kept hitting L two instead of R two, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, dude, why are you reversing? So, oh, man, speaking of, oh, than, uh, dude, I. Well, I was gonna say, oh, go speaking of uh, high stories, playing games. Yesterday, for like the past few days or so, I was stuck on the Guardian Rises mission. The very, very first mission of Destiny, I, I, the last thing I had to complete was the oh, bounties. Okay. And I couldn't, for some reason, I was like, dude, I did all the bounties. Why isn't it showing, like, why isn't it showing up that I completed them? Do I have to, like, do bounties for, like, a week or something like that? And then I realized, like, after 20 minutes of, like, running around and, like, trying to figure out what the fuck to do, I realized that I had to claim the bounties in the menu in my my quest menu i had to like select claim to to have it register that i did them like they were completed but then i had to hit a to confirm that they were completed i guess and now then it then it checked off and i was like what the fuck that's all i had to do this whole fucking time here i thought here i thought this game was like so complicated or some shit like i didn't know what the fuck to do <laughs> and i realized now now i'm progressing through the story now i, I felt like such a dumbass i'm like jesus christ it happens it takes time to like a lot of them like the controls i guess i don't know if the uh actually i want to say the 2k games have like pretty interchangeable controls but back then with the wrestling games like for every new different one you played like you have to, it's easy to pick up but like i was trying to think of the game where you had to hold down a button then you had to push another button in order to counter to do reversals and i was like man that's just unnecessarily complicated that sounds like wwf attitude that game sucked because it was like you had to do button combinations oh. in order to play it it was horrible oh yeah that, that was your street fighter game i could just spam stunners all day it's like it was it was a four down triangle all day <laughs> Mm-hmm. I did like that game because the creator mode was so stupid. I could actually write my entire um, wrestler name on the back of my vest. You know, the one that's like five words long. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And, uh, oh god, that that game was fucking terrible. Oh, dude, I love. I love watching the. I was going to say, you know what? Uh, I love doing with those games. I love doing like six or eight man ladder matches and then just oh, having shit. them all, all the computer and just watching the CPUs just fucking like do crazy ass shit. When you, if you put, if you put the difficulty on like legend and then you do an eight man yeah. tag and just have the computers go at it, you see some crazy yeah. fucking shit. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> There's some shit. I seen a dude fly across like half the fucking ring and out of the ring. I'm like, what the hell? Like some of that arcade shit popping out of fucking yeah. nowhere. I'm like, Jesus Christ. 
one thing I did really love about Attitude, the, I, I would I want to say the only super like thing that stayed with me forever, and uh, I thought it was awesome at the time. I don't remember the soundtrack, but you're close. It was um, <laughs> you know how you could pick up objects and whack people. So the foley the foley sound was fucking spot on because when you hit someone with the microphone, it just echoes through the arena. It's like poof, poof, like like smacking a damn microphone, and I thought that Is was it, the greatest thing. Were those ever. the same? Was that was that the same? Or am I thinking of No Mercy or WrestleMania 2000, where you can uh, you could take the weapons from the crowd? You can go in the crowd and grab weapons. Well, well, the the act the the AKI games, yeah, those ones you could all take weapons from the crowd. So like so, No Mercy, so WrestleMania, right? Yeah, not Attitude was a claim game. Well, the other uh, THQ Warzone, was what THQ did. Uh, uh, WrestleMania yeah. 2000 and No Mercy. Right, but the same. Okay, so let me let me rewind then. Let me let me go back. Okay. So when yeah, they came out with versus the World, uh, WCW World Tour and the NWO revenge game those were built those were published by someone else but actually no i'm sorry wow i'm totally fucking up those are thq games published games but they had the aki engine gotcha okay there you all go right, so, so sorry was so no those mercy in that. okay yeah yeah all right i got you that that was fun too so, i thought yeah, that was really that. cool that you can you know grab weapons from the cardboard crowd Oh, God. You still got the cardboard crowd. I was playing fucking 2K19. And I was like, the game, my character as the DJ Pineapple looks fucking amazing. He looks like a homeless dude in a fucking leather jacket with a blue vest over it. And he's got tassels coming down. And he's got... He looks like a homeless dude. It's great. He, he's definitely like like if so he, he looks like a non-red... So he, he looks like Sami Zayn without the red hair. No, no, no. He... No, Sami Zayn. Just Sami Zayn just looks Come like. On. Sami Zayn looks like a homeless dude. He looks like he looks he like Vince he picked him like up off the street and was like, "Here." And that's you know, and that's a whole other thing where he doesn't care, and that's all good. But I'm like, no, this one, this one looks like a refined homeless dude. He knows he's homeless, but he knows refined he can get away with shit. <laughs> and then he comes out to like. But anyway, I was saying like the game looks amazing. He looks fucking great when he's coming out there break dancing to to some shit and. uh but the crowd, they all have like the same, you know, cookie cutter animation. You got three of the same fuckers in five different shirts all doing the right arm fist pump and then the left arm fist thrust, you know, like. Mm. Oh, it's I was, all, I was. Like, uh, synchronized swimming. But no, I know you're talking about like the No Mercy cardboard crowd, but I'm saying there's still that cookie cutter though. They look pretty. Oh, no, I, oh yeah, yeah, no, I, I was going to say like you do have like you'll see the same guy with the purple shirt like five different times in the same grid and you're seeing oh, view yeah. site and you're like what the fuck okay <laughs> at least you know i That's guess you keep the same model but at least have like an alternate shirt color or something so i mean at least at first glance it looks like different people but okay <laughs> right well i mean they said they just keep putting the same people in seats that's why i change everything all the signs to just say nerds like <laughs> we're all nerds in there yeah, the cookie cutter daily. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see what happens with this new one because they definitely the thing with the two K games they just went so fucking. Yeah. St- I mean, that's again with every yearly franchise, but they they were they taking needed to ta- they needed to take a year off. Two years, Easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the rosters are always a year behind, and they don't you know like I, I don't know. I'm not a, a football guy, football games guy, but I imagine when something happens to the roster it gets updated like real time mm-hmm. and i don't see why they can't do that with these games the wrestling games like they should just build i feel they if they're able to build a base game you know have it come out one year and then you kind of just can add to it every season so that way you don't have to keep rebuilding it and then you know kind of like the um isn't that kind of what fifa does games. yeah i i, they pretty I don't much know just, i don't it's play like, the sports the new like it's pretty much like the new FIFA is pretty much like two years old. It's just an updated roster, but people were pissed off because oh, they yeah. were labeling it as a new release and having you spend sixty bucks on it, oh, which is shitty. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, and, okay, and, I know, and yeah, you know, you know, two K man, you know, two K. They're they're gonna do that with the with the WE games if they do that. They're gonna make you still pay the full oh. price even though it's just an updated <laughs> roster. 
but, but honestly that's essentially what the games are it's all it's all just an updated yeah. ro- well updated for them uh roster it's, i mean it's it the is, same shit the same it's just time, a different like coat of every- paint and the thing is too they keep trying to <clears throat> sorry i know they were working on an old engine they fired uh what they fired ukes and they got somebody to to build try to build an engine like three to six months or something to which is what the game came out that was uh last year but um they no, like yeah, sonic like, 06 they, themselves the what they sonic 06 themselves Oh, they pushed. A, they they had that, a game yeah. engine that wasn't quite ready, and they pushed the game out yeah, just to get it out, out before the holidays. Well, had, That's exactly what happened with Sonic 06. That game would have been great if they fixed well, the bugs. Yeah, but that's 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 a whole other thing, though. Sega was in the fucking business of fucking up back during that time period. I mean, they, eighteen. They Sonic were in the business the of. I mean, did they fuck up a yes, lot? Yeah, were. but they're not in the Jerry, business too. The, the problem, feelings, you know dude, No, true. no, no, the, no, no, man. The problem with that game. The problem with that game was that the developers were working on it, and they, the publisher, wanted it pushed out before the holidays. And they kept uh-huh. saying it's not ready. It's it's at least six months out or to a year. It's not ready. The game is still pretty much in beta, which came out in beta because the publisher kept pushing uh-huh. Sega and the and the Sonic team to get it out for the holidays. And that's what fucked the game. And I to this day I don't understand why they never rolled out a patch for the game. I, I really don't or re-released it fixed. Because that game would have been the true Sonic Adventure 3 had it not been such fucking cacas like gameplay wise it pisses me off dude that could have been the demo the demo played so nice because the demo was was a finished product for the for the game but the actual game itself was still in beta yeah and they, they okay. pushed it okay oh then <laughs> are, you, are you finished like, then allow me to retort First of all, shout out to Trez. Let me ask you this. This is is a question you need to ask yourself. No, not, but really. First of all, let me ask you this. Are you Mm. really sitting there defending Sonic 06? That's a rhetorical question. That's fine. No, no, you're fine. But (laughs) that's fine. You don't have to answer that. We don't kink shame here. We just think shame. What I was trying to say is when you said the publisher pushed for it and, and all this good stuff, you you do know who the publisher was, right? Sega. So Look. and then the actions you described sound like someone oh, fucking up. Look. Mm. But but you said that they're Good. in the business of fucking people over. They weren't trying At that to. Time, not I didn't say over. I said fucking up. Well, but they're not they're not actively trying to what well, I was defending them because they're not actually trying to fuck up. They weren't trying to. They was, they believed they weren't they just weren't listening, but they believed the game would be ready because the demo was fine. So, right. You know, it look, okay, I get I get it. I get it. When when I when I was talking about the publisher in my head, I realized that I am actually talking about Sega, but I just kind of figured that, you know, no one would pick up on it, but yeah okay you call me out no, yeah dude, um, the publisher is sega but they weren't they weren't trying to fuck people over they weren't trying to fuck up they just i didn't they, say fuck over look hang on before you go further let me just say <laughs> what else came out at the same period okay was fantasy star universe and i know there's a lot of psu people out there but that was a fucking book on fucking up <laughs> dude I, you know I'm just I'm just a blind uh I'll admit it I'm just a blind Sonic fan I will I mean even that's the shitty fine. games the only, okay the really really shitty games I don't play I only play once and even then I don't beat them I I never beat Sonic 06 because it was so unplayable right. it was completely unplayable and it 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 disappointed me I'm not gonna sit here and say I threw a tantrum or anything because that's not me with video games or anything even with some no but I was disappointed because I'm like. I could see the potential in the game there. Was the story a little bit overdramatic? Right. Yeah, but it's Sonic. All the, their stories are always cringy and overdramatic. You get past that and you enjoy the game. But yeah, that game was just un- unplayable. But I'll I'll always uh-huh. I'll always defend Sonic, man. That's that that those and games were my I, childhood. So when they he got me in, that 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 series got me into gaming. So I mean, I'll always have a special place in my heart. 
What? Did you win a Sonic sweepstakes when you were seven? No, I didn't know that existed. That's but I played the fine. fuck out of what Sonic Adventure. Playing. And that's that's good too. That had a banging soundtrack. I'm not knocking the Sonic games, Jerry. You gotta, you gotta understand. No, I know you're not. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just prefacing it out there that I will always defend the games. And that's fine. I, and ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying Sega at that time period, like I said, they're not fucking over people. Well, figuratively. But they just fucked up a lot. They were busting out shit like they didn't know what like if you look at the games that kind of came out during that time period um you know like oh like i'll even say oh four to oh ten or oh ten god damn 2010 <laughs> you look at the yeah. kind of the game period like sega was kind of floundering and for me personally when i started seeing shit like sonic and mario but the olympics i was kind of like okay that's kind of saying is sega's all right uh, fair nail, enough you know? fair, fair enough i didn't out. I didn't think about those. And it obviously, yeah, you had like the weird King Arthur series they were doing with uh, the storybook series they were doing with Sonic. I never got into those. I played those for like 15, 20 minutes and was like, oh, that's why they're three dollars at GameStop. OK, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I will. I will admit I will admit there are some Sega did fuck up a little bit, but I don't think they were trying to. I think they had the best intentions. I think they were just blinded because they usually they usually had things out by the holidays and it was a big Sonic game. It was big. It was a brand new one. It was pretty much Sonic Adventure 3, though. It's not how how it came out. It's not it's 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 been uh, just honorably uh, discharged from that that title. But. It was uh, a big no, game, yeah, and and, and they wanted they out. wanted it out before the thing, and and who knows maybe the maybe the maybe it would have been on schedule fine for the holidays, but the developers were lazy. Who knows? I mean, yeah, no. we won't know. We can just speculate on old shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, dude, we're just bullshitting today, so it's all good. They don't, they don't have to know that. But I'm saying, like, yeah, I, I understand the frustration of having seeing a project that you are clamoring for to see it fuck up like that. You you know the Aliens Colonial Marines game I mentioned yeah. earlier, the hundred dollar um, albatross on my neck there. You know who yeah. else published that? Sega. <laughs> Man, you're making me and sound like I'm a diehard Sega fan. <laughs> Because I'm like, dude, I'm here over here defend. I'm over here defending them, and you're just like, yeah, Sega put out this shitty game too. And I'm like, god damn it, don't make me. You're defending your fucking your your Sonic human fucking game, your furry fucking game, which is fine. I get it. It came out shitty, and I understand the circumstances. That is a okay hill to die on because you're not dressing up and fucking people in a hedgehog costume. So you're good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want. I'm not trying to come off here as like a like a like. I know people are gonna think this anyway because I'm defending the games, but I'm not coming off as like a Sonic fanboy or anything. I just that that see, well, that franchise got me into gaming, so it's just always gonna have a special place for me. I will and always I, I defend them to a to a point. I will admit when they're shitty, but I'll still defend them. <laughs> I'm the same way with Mega Man, dude. I was going through uh, some old um, game soundtracks, and I was like. I found a Mega Man folder, and I found I all saw these that. games that I. I saw you had a whole big Mega Man list in the in the groovy groovy bot. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. So I was looking through these games. And I'm like, what the fuck is a Star Beast? I was like, oh <laughs> man, the, the 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 chip challenge. I remember that bullshit. What is all this other Mega Man bullshit? And it's like to me, I had fallen out of it, but I I share the same passion as you. That was what got me into gaming. I mean, Mario, respect Mario. But that wasn't my shit. I've still never beaten a Mario game except for part four. You know? Yeah, the only the like only Mario control. game I've ever beaten so far right now is uh Mario sixty four. All the other Mario games, like I said, I get sick of them. Like I just happened to I oh. just happened to beat I just happened to beat Mario sixty four before I got sick of it, yeah. like a handful of other oh. games. Most games though I ended up just not beating. So and a lot of Mario games are are uh or that that's just awful. i think i think the I, I again I, <laughs> makes me sound bad but i think i think the only games i've actually like sat through and beat even if i was sick of them was like 
the couple of Sonic games, like the Sonic games that I played that were actually playable to beat, you know? Yeah, that's understandable, yeah. Fuck, I'll let you in a little secret. And for the seven people listening, we appreciate you guys, by the way. I have only, oh, yeah, yeah. like, my Mega Man Definitely. Uh, fetish, not fetish, my Mega Man f- fandom, I guess, fanboyism. I've only beaten one on the Game Boy, well, okay, maybe two on the Game Boy, two on the Nintendo, and one on the Super Nintendo. The rest? Fuck those games. <laughs> well, okay, sorry. Mega Man Legends is fucking amazing, and I'm not going to lie, and I'm actually pretty stoked that you can pick up Mega Man Legends 2 on your PlayStation, on the PS3, whatever we can play PlayStation 1 games on, and you don't have to pay 120 fucking dollars like these scalpers want, you know? So that's a good Fuck game. Fuck those too, guys, man. man. Don't get me started again. Uh, I'm sure people listening are tired of me going well, off about scalpers. I mean, not necessarily uh, scalpers, but because uh, those aren't your real enemies. It's the people who put an inflated value on something that doesn't have to have that. For example, no one should have to pay $120 fucking for a copy of Earthbound. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh. Fuck no. Dude, uh, Super Mario... Um, there was... Uh, I think it was a Super Mario 3 cartridge or something that sold for like $25,000 or something like that. Oh, the, the Mario 1. Yeah, it was the Mario 1 cartridge yeah. that was like a, a certain like a developer's copy or a super yeah, special that, edition copy. That's that's what it was. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't remember. But but 25 grand for something like that. Like I I get I get where it's cemented in video game history and stuff and I get if you're a collector how much that means right. to for a collector to have. But I can't maybe cuz I'm not a collector, but I can't fathom spending $25,000 on this. It's that it's that inflated perceived value and apparently this guy thought that this was worth $25,000 to. So that's why that's what establishes that value. You know, if you sold it for ten bucks, everyone would be like, "Oh, well, that's not worth shit." And you know, ten bucks, but yeah. So these people scrambling to collect and whatever for some reason, yeah, they they felt that that was worth twenty five thousand dollars, even though the guy who made it, you know, thirty forty years ago, didn't even think about it. He was like, "Oh, this is just a fucking scrub copy," you know? Right? Yeah. It's amazing how the things that you wouldn't expect to have value, especially later on, have a lot of value. I'm sure there's a lot of people kicking themselves, getting rid of their old games and shit, not realizing what they had in value, like, later on. I mean, well, shit. there's that. I, I still well. wish I had my copy of Mario Sunshine or Mario Kart Double Dash. Have you seen how, like, to, to sell? How, have you I've seen, seen how much they, how much they are? Now, yeah. yeah, dude, I... The other day on eBay, I saw one going uh, double dash going for like over a hundred dollars. I'm like, I I can't justify spending a hundred dollars right. on a fucking GameCube game. I'm sorry. Cool. <laughs> like, I'll I'll get a I'll get a gaming PC and emulate it at that point. I mean, at least at least I'm not going to be uh, spending you know hundreds of thousands of dollars on you know I'll spend a couple thousand once on a, on a on a PC. And then uh, not have to spend thousands of dollars in games that I want to play later on. I can just fucking rom them. Right. Well, because here's these games um, are getting expensive the older they get. Yeah, they are. Uh, let me ask you what what's our what time are we running at? Uh, last I checked, about a minute or so ago, it was like thirty three minutes. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. No, that's good because I was going to segue into this, and actually, my this might. <laughs> This will probably amuse you. So you're talking about spending yeah. uh, hundreds of dollars or, you know, a, a, an exorbitant amount of money to play a game, right? Yeah. Uh, so in the Christmas of 2002, I had saved up. I had spent the money for a GameCube at the time. I had saved up to buy a modem, uh, you know, the, yeah, the modem for the GameCube. I saved up to buy the keyboard controller for the GameCube which is a hundred bucks. And I paid for internet at the house I was living at just to play fantasy star online, which as you may or may not know is published by Sega. (laughs) Hey, Sega's come out with some good shit though. And that was one of them. Shit, I still got the thing. In fact, it was funny because I lost my copy years ago, and I just happened to stumble across another one when I was cleaning out uh, my sister's old house. Now, was this was this and, the GameCube one or the the Dreamcast? I had all three. 
I had the okay, cube, so you, the cast, you have the and key, the box. Did you have the keyboard controller for the Dreamcast and the, the GameCube, too? Yes, both of them, yep. That could, Do they that run you a pretty penny? I, I'd imagine they were... Oh, dude, I spent like about 500 bucks just to play PSO on the GameCube. God damn. God damn. <laughs> well, because the, hey, the Cube you know was like I, 200 bucks. Honestly... Five hundred bucks. If I had it, honestly, I know I can't really judge. I probably would have done it too if I had five hundred dollars to blow or saved up five hundred for it. But it's oh, also yeah. the investment too. Like, like that game is something yeah. you can get thousands of hour, thousands of hours into, and plus you had that social thing about it too. So that yeah. I can understand dropping a pretty penny for more than say Mario Kart. You know, it's you're getting yeah, more yeah. bang for the buck. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, because I, I, I totally agree with you. Like, not, not, I would say, like, as far as spending that kind of money, 100 bucks for fucking Mario Kart, which is ridiculous. But at the same time, I want to be, you know, show that I'm not just trying to be a, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I did spend that money on hardware and all that yeah. just to play a fantasy stuff. But that's because the Dreamcast servers all fucking went shit, went to shit. So, yeah, I mean, it, you know, the Dreamcast was made by Sega too. Sorry, go ahead. And the Sega is an, yeah the Sega the Sega the Dreamcast is the fucking it's an underrated system man it doesn't get enough it's love that like, was like a poor that was an at home arcade machine man like some of those games mm-hmm. like Dynamite Cop oh I had a fucking blast playing those I I agree with you House 100%. of Dead Let's, oh the so the Dreamcast was basically the PS it's, it's basically the same history um in more recent history rather like the PSP where it's a fantastic and even the Vita but it's a fantastic system that didn't get the support it needed and it felt like it was on its last legs um, and I guess I, I, I want to exclude the Vita in this conversation what I feel like killed the Dreamcast and what actually what a lot of people feel killed the Dreamcast was not only lack of support but the lack of security on the system so you know people were easily pirating games PSP Dreamcast that led the developers of games to not want to make games because they're not going to make their money back because it's so pirated. And therefore, you know, their parent company, Sony, Sega, decided, oh, well, this isn't worth uh, supporting anymore. And they said, fuck this. You know, and they killed, they cut it off with an, uh, Dreamcast died within two, three years, didn't it? You know. Sadly, yeah. Dude, the Dreamcast was one yeah. of my favorites. I grew up with that system. I mean, it still is. Okay. I. I had a Dreamcast for a little bit. I don't know what happened to it. I, I never got rid of it, so I don't know where it is. But yeah, dude, I I yeah, you had Knights, you had the Jet City Radio, Jet Grind Radio, whatever uh that one was Jet called. Jet Set Radio, Jet Grind Radio. Jet Set Radio, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean you had oh god, so many great games. Crazy Taxi. Holy shit, dude. How much has that game been re released because it was so good? And that was originally on the Dreamcast. Do you really want me to see this is during that time period and then crazy taxi um after that and this is going to that 04 uh 2010 period where they hoard the shit out of crazy taxi and they were hoarding out all their fucking properties but uh it's an amazing game don't get me wrong but anyway sorry going back to the dreamcast talk uh fuck dude i fucking love the fucking dreamcast have you ever played giga wing it's uh no, i don't know if you're into amazing. like uh it's one of those uh top-down shooters you know like right in and all them ah oh, shit you know it's a it's a top-down shooter it's a scrolling shooter shoot them up there you go and uh so gigawing was like your score goes into the trillions you know like you just have like it's it's like one of the grandfathers i would say of those bullet hell games and your score would literally be in the fucking trillions because you just kill so much stuff and i had a really fantastic soundtrack and that's one of those like super a lot of Sega games have really good soundtracks. This is true. This is Dude, even true. the butt rock and Sonic games were fucking good. Like I know they're cheesy as hell, but I still jam to them every once in a while. Like goddamn them <laughs> guitar <fine>. riffs. <laughs> Shit. Dude, like and, and and it goes without saying, and shout out to uh Kaikina on this one. The Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack. Like <laughs> Man, you can play that regular. You can play that in vaporwave. It always sounds good. And there's a there's a Mega Man song. Mm-hmm. There's uh, the Spark Mandrill stage in Mega Man X. I really like that song. Mm-hmm. And yep, I believe one. it's I believe it's Woodman that I really like too. 
I think that's a good one too. Yeah. Man theme. Yeah. Oh, there's a, if you, Oh, a lot, there's a lot of good uh, stage soundtracks. Dude, I can blow all these out for you. I have like the entire soundtrack for almost every Mega Man game. Dude, there's a, like have you heard of uh, <laughs> have you heard of uh, Nostalgica? That guy does a bunch of like metal covers of uh, Mega Man uh, soundtracks. Really fucking good too. Oh, that's cool. Kind of like uh, the, I don't know if you've heard of the Eskimos or the Neskimos. I guess they're called Neskimos. and uh, Nesperado. They do a lot. Of, they do a <laughs> lot like of the, good the, shit. The wordplay. The play on the names. Yeah. I just thought about that. I was like, oh, the Neskimos, like finally saying it out loud. I'm like, the any Eskimos. <laughs> but yeah, like guitar covers are fucking amazing. I just heard one yesterday of uh, the Imperial March where all 25 instruments were played by different guitars. And uh, it sounded pretty badass, not going to lie. Damn. Like, and I'm, I'm far from, I'm so far over Star Wars, but. 25 guitars to do that like i didn't realize i was like oh 25 guitars whatever but when they said it was different instruments like the violins this and that it's pretty fucking amazing i'll shoot you the link later yeah dude i'll love to check that out that sounds interesting oh speaking of Mega Man, too i meant to ask you earlier in the Mega Man discussion uh how did you like mighty number nine i never even bothered playing it didn't even bother once i read like the so here's the thing for, for me like as much as i love Mega Man. Like, so, um, once they hit like the Mega Man 7, like, cause I was, I, I realized, I guess I was more of a Game Boy Mega Man and a Mega Man X Mega Man kind of guy. Um, so when they hit 7 and then 8, I was like over it. And then they went to like fucking 50 games that just had nothing to do with the mainline series. And then they went to 9 and 10. And I just, I just couldn't do it. They felt like fan made games, you know, if that makes sense. Like, I'll still defend it, but I just couldn't do it. Well, it was it was it didn't wasn't didn't it have like a uh, GoFundMe or Indiegogo or something like that. Oh no, um, I don't know. If it those was technically hit, an indie but, game. Uh, sorry, going back. We're talking about my oh, it is an indie nine. game, but it was technically a fan game, is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, oh and my number nine is yeah, but uh, sorry, what I was what I was getting to, what I was alluding to was uh, with the with the advent of the newer games, they would always try to throw more shit into it and make it more than it has to be you know so when mighty number nine rolled around they're like we're gonna have this mechanic and that mechanic and i was like fuck dude i just want to shoot jump slide that's all i want to (laughs) do and occasionally (laughs) all rush (laughs) oh dude rush was the best he saved my ass so many times hell yeah dude rush beat um i don't know if you know the the cat tango the green cat he was fucking cool too i i just like because he was an extra hit point for me too Ooh, rush. It was like once, oh. when I when I had rush, it was like oh, yeah, security yeah. that like, I could get hit an extra time and I'd be I'd be fine and my health would be oh. fine. <laughs> this, yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. Actually, I, I know a guy who's uh, who's just been um, playing the shit out of the first six. I want to say definitely want to bring him in as a consultant. One point, we'll, we'll definitely jam about that. But uh, yeah. I like when you could use rush as armor. When uh, in Mega Man Six, you could equip him as power armor and punch things, <laughs> and you had a jetpack. <laughs> See, like that. So, like, so innovations like that was pretty yeah. fucking cool. You know, from like you going from that's like how, when, uh, when he was that's how sequels should to, be. Sequels to games. That's how yeah. they should be. It should be the the same foundation that got it popular, but add things onto it. You shouldn't try unless unless you have a very 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 dedicated fan base. You shouldn't, you know, go to the well too too like or not go to the well. Uh, like try new things and take risks too too often. And that's what a lot of uh, that's where a lot of companies kind of go wrong with uh with sequels but you know what i'm the the new yakuza game like a dragon i believe it's is the subtitle that actually that was sega going out uh no not sega uh, konami uh they were going out of their way to make something different and actually did pay off but the yakuza games have been kind of the same for so long anyway that having something fresh would have sold well anyway but like companies where they you know come out with a sequel and it's a completely different fucking game like uh ukulele the sequel to that was a side scroller and it's like that's not it it got better reception because the collectalon thing wasn't wasn't working out for them but i mean it uh i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about 
20-year-old gaming system of collectathons, 3D collectathons. I miss collectathons, man. I miss them. I couldn't do it, man. At that time period when all the games were kind of becoming collectathons, that was like the new, because it was the new platformer. You know, before that, the side-scrolling was all about It was like the FPSs of today. Like, you just always had a collectathon. And then, yeah, FPS was the natural evolution, yeah. And we we all got Golden Eye to thank for that one, which is a good and bad thing. It's a double-edged sword. I'm not... Uh, I, I a, just wish you told me it's a that double. using pistols was stupid. Hmm? I, I dude, Goldeneye was a fucking great game. I remember playing that as a kid. It is. It's it good shit. Um, Perfect Dark Zero was really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you've been spending a lot of time on that play uh, Rare Replay, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, you I've been playing some Banjo Kazooie. I've been. <laughs> Classics collection. <laughs> no, it's a rare I, replay. I wish I, I wish the Donkey Kong sixty four was on the rare replay, but I understand what licensing and shit. I, I get it. I'm surprised Conker's Bad Fur Day wasn't on that. I mean, fuck, dude. Conker's Bad Fur Day is on the rare replay. No, it's not. Did you? Maybe you should look again with your special eyes. Dude, I I looked at the games available on Game Pass for uh, from Rare Replay, and and Conquer isn't on there. Unless I'm, you know, right, gravely mistaken. They, yeah, no, I don't remember not, seeing. I will them. go for you, Jerry. As as a as a as a fellow chunker, pineapple chunker, there, I will go and download it just for you, <laughs> and I will take a screenshot of Kratos in Fortnite just for you, and then I will find Conquer's Bad Fur Day just Hang for on. you. You're fine, dude. I'm looking. I'm double checking. I'm double. I don't think it's on Game Pass because I I didn't see the. It's not on Game Pass. It's in the Rare Replay itself. If Rare Replay is on Game Pass, then yeah. But you have to actually go into Rare Replay. Like they have the games that say Rare Replay on it, but what it is is when you download the actual Rare Replay app, for lack of a better word, it tell it has an installer for all the games inside of it. Man, I tell you, you don't have to deal with this bullshit with Sega, huh? You know, they just fucking <laughs> Shut not the make fuck hardware up. and cancel <laughs> good games and, and push shit up before it's time. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> and you want to cost a hundred fucking dollars. All right, so Fantasy I did look it up. Four. I, I, did, I did look it up. I am gravely mistaken, but I, I truly did not fucking see it when I looked because I wanted to get the rare replay to play Conquer and I didn't fucking see it. So I was right. like, okay, well, I guess they censored it or some shit. But which didn't make sense because it's Microsoft. They had a remake, so I don't know. Yeah, they, they had the live and reload remake on the on the original vcr xbox that I, remake I actually sucked it, because yeah. they censored everything and they changed some shit i didn't even bother playing it i to be honest i bought it and then my friends played it shout out to lars the man starred <laughs> he's never gonna hear this but that motherfucker deleted my here comes the pain save so it's been a long 15 years on the road to forgiveness for him <laughs> Uh, dude, so uh, this morning I was taking, I had to take my cat to the groomers to get her nails clipped. She caught me really fucking good trying to get her into that that crate. I felt so bad trying getting her in the carrier, but she was fighting me. But I, I mean, I felt bad getting her in there, but I don't feel bad taking her because it's something that you have to do. It's if the, you know you don't want to declaw them, so it, it, their nails are you got to get yeah. them clipped. And she's been ruining our leather furniture, so yeah, she had to get them clipped anyway. So I'm not, I'm not upset about like not upset, but I'm not. I don't feel bad about that. I, I felt bad yeah. about putting her in the carrier, but she's been loving up on me and stuff and and everything. So she's mm-hmm. fine now. But God, she That's caught me up good. She don't want to go back. <laughs> she knows I she kept telling her. I kept telling her, I was like, you're not going away. You're coming back home. I'm going to be right here. I waited with her for 10 minutes, had her, watched her get her nails clipped and put the, she got nail caps. So it looks like she has blue nail polish on. It's very cute. And uh, she's trying to bite them off, but it's like super glue on her nails. So she's not going to be able to bite them off. (laughs) 
I keep seeing her trying to do it. I'm like, good luck with that. You're gonna be pulling out a tooth this year before you pull out or pull out your damn nail. That's but. super funny. I, I miss my cat's grooming himself. He'd be like he'd be like that where he, you know, like you said, your cat's trying to, to, to gnaw the thing off. I just remember my cat just he just go to town licking himself, and then he'd be like <laughs> Oh dude, she so, the noises she makes when yeah. she cleans herself is almost borderline it, it soppy and wet it sounds it's disgusting i'm like oh how can your fur like sound that wet like it's gross it's a, but it's the noises in her mouth i'm like oh it sounds horrible <laughs> but uh i was uh you know you just described like probably something i watched this morning but anyway sorry go ahead you were just the <laughs> <laughs> uh i was thinking about my my older cat earlier today too because the some of the when she was crying it sounded like um his cries and I miss that fucking cat, man. And he's he's already adopted, so there's no way I could ever try and get him back. I don't think they would let me get him back uh, either. But I, uh, I, I, man, dude, I had, I had, I had to rehome him. I had no choice. I mean, he. Yeah, no, no. I mean, the, he's got gotta... the, the cat. The cat oh. here. I mean, my cat now. I mean, she's technically uh, my girl's cat. So I couldn't, I'm not that I would, I didn't want to rehome any of them. So, but I mean, she was definitely off the, like I, I had to, I had to rehome him. She wasn't. And she, she was technically in the family first anyway. And I, that sounds horrible. I don't mean it like that, but basically for anyone wondering, she, she, I had to rehome him because she was beating him up all the time and scratching him and ripping out his fur and, it just wasn't it wasn't a safe environment for him to the point where he was afraid of me and he wouldn't let anyone near him or anything. He had he just sat and looked out the window and just cried all day, wouldn't eat anything. So, I mean, I, and plus he was afraid of me for some reason. So, I mean, I just thought it was best to just take him out of the whole situation, you know, away from me, away from the cat where he can be in a home that he suits better in. Where it's a calm home and, you know, I think. I think he was abused, to be honest, from his other other homes, and I because he was rehomed like two other times, and that's why I didn't want to rehome him too because I'm like ah, yeah. But he just he wasn't happy with me, and he wasn't happy with the with with Yogi around, so I had I had no choice, and I still think it's been a couple months, and I still think about the cat, and I know he he's in a good home now, and I'm happy he is, but I still I still miss him yeah. so much, I, yeah. I I really do. It, I did not I did not want to rehome him, but I had no choice. I couldn't. He was older, so I mean, stress and stuff yeah. could have taken away years off his life. I didn't want him dying, you know, three or four years after having him because he's so stressed around the other cat and so stressed being around me. I, I but yeah. I think he, going back to, I think he was abused. I think he was abused by a male because I was talking to his other foster and she was female and she was, uh, yeah, she was woman. She was telling me that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just it weird calling up person of me i don't know it just sounds <laughs> anyway i don't know i'm weird but uh the woman and she was like hey you know yeah he's he's kind of skittish around males and stuff but he was fine with me like you know she was she was he was fine like cuddling up with her and everything but he was you know around her husband she he was like weary so i think i think that was you know right off the bat a rocky start i it was it was an uphill battle for me to get him to to want to fully trust me and stuff and he just never did and he every time i went over to him he would just cry and think i was gonna hurt him and i gave it i had him for five months and he still was the same way and the cat was still beating the shit out of him and it's just no it was no place for him to live and that's why i know for sure because i explained the situation to the adoption agency and that's why i know that if i asked for him back anyway they wouldn't because they know the living condition he was in and it wasn't it wasn't yeah. anything my fault or anything it was just circumstances yeah, it was just circumstances jinx <laughs> yeah i was i was thinking about him i was thinking about him last night too I, I he just pops in my head i'm like my girl always says don't think about it but like i can't not i mean i was just as i was getting used to like you know you know being his forever home i had to come to the conclusion that it you know it, i felt i felt that i would be selfish keeping him just because he's cute yeah. and like i like having him around he wasn't happy and yeah. of course you know they I also give you, me man. shit for rehoming i'm not understanding that the cat was abused by my my, my other cat and 
depressed and it wasn't and he was afraid of me because he doesn't like so he he needed to be with a with a woman is what he and he needed to be just him and i hope that's what he got i don't know who adopted him and i hope i don't see him back i was just looking to see if he if he got adopted back or something because i was gonna just try my hand at messaging them and being like hey i'll take him back but i don't think they will if that was the case they would you just gotta take solace into um that you found a home and like you said no i i fuck that's torture because like I, i'd be like you i'd want to check in on him um i mean Dude, that's the worst sure, i, I like don't said, i don't uh, know anything of how he's doing like that's the worst part too and oh. i try to like reach out to the adoption agency to get some information and they were just really short yeah. with me and like pissy like you know like they were saying like oh. I, I was saying like let me know if he gets adopted or something and uh they were like, yeah, we'll make sure he get, goes to a good owner this time. Like making me like feel like I was a shitty owner when yeah. I did, I did, yeah. I, I made the ultimate sack. I'm not trying to paint myself as like a martyr or anything or like holy, no, no. but I, sac- I sacrificed, I sacrificed the love that I had for this cat and, and, and everything. So he would be better off. I mean, it, it kind of yeah. on, on a lot smaller scale. I felt like like a parent like giving their child up for adoption, like knowing it was the best thing, yeah. even though you didn't want to. Yeah. Like I like I'm. It's gonna be a while before I'm completely That's exactly over Hindi and gone. It is. Oh, for sure, dude. And and it sucks because it's like you know, like you have parents that are like are uh, what's the word non-repetent. I guess repentant. There you go. That I can't even English today. Non-repentant about it's giving okay, up their child, either. and you know, it's like when you feel vilified for giving up something you love for the betterment of that thing that you love versus you're getting rid of it because of it's an inconvenience. And, you know, unfortunately people look at it like that, like, you know, it goes back to like with the DMV thing where that lady was just determined to give me a shitty day. And I'm pretty sure it's because I look like, because of what I look like. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's that perceived, it's, it's that like preconceived notion that, or prejudgment rather people have when they first see or meet or even, you know, hear the things without context, without the circumstances. And that's, that's why I always try to tell people like to bring context into it, you know, or like I, I try to tell this one crazy dude, not everyone's in on the joke. You know, so you mm-hmm. try to provide context. And, and I'm yeah. not saying this is a joke, but you know, at the same time, like that lady judging you, she's not in on that. <laughs> so, no, I, and they, I, I they don't she, understand. She, and she, and she I explain everything to them. I'm right. I'm not I defending it. them. I'm just saying it's a really shitty feeling. It, no, ahead. it is. Sorry. I know you're not defending them. I, I know you're on, like, I know you're on my side with it and everything. I just, it, it kind of bothers me that, that they're such blind cat lovers that all they, all they, see in the situation that i explained to them was oh you're just getting rid of them but and and you're a bad owner for that and and, you know you shouldn't have any animals and shit like that's the vibe they were giving even when the girl came to pick her up pick him up they she was she didn't even acknowledge me she was talking to the cat and then didn't even say bye just left i'm thinking to myself i already i like i'm already heartbroken doing this like the least you could do is show some fucking compassion like i know you don't want to i know this is extra work for you and stuff and you didn't expect him to come back but at least be happy that he's out of a home that you know he wasn't happy in and it's and and i'm not saying that like you know i know that sounds like well then were you part you know part you know did you play a part in that no i didn't i gave him every i spoiled the shit out of him i gave him more attention than my other cat just to make sure that he felt at home and right. he, he just, it was just, he didn't trust men. And he, and on top of that, if, if it was just me and him, I could probably deal with that. Cause I know eventually yeah. after a couple of years he'd come around, but it was, it was that, yeah. that stress that he was dealing with on top of the fact that he never felt safe because anywhere he went, the cat would jump, the other cat would jump out of nowhere, jump on top of him and just claw the shit out of him. I mean, she's, right. I mean, she's run up and just swiped him and just took out a clump of his fur now, I know people say, well, get rid of, you know, again, get rid of the cat that's causing the issues. No, I, I, I can't because that she was kind of she she was here first and she's not even she's not my cat. I, the only the only the only the only, the only control I had over was my own cat. And so if it was a choice, you know, I, I had to choose my cat and I had to get I had to I had to. To, to get rid of him or not get rid of I had to rehome him. Not get rid of him. Yeah, to and rehome him. I got you. So I mean, it, it's it's yeah. a real it's a it's a shit sandwich e- either way because 
I feel guilty about doing it, and it's it's honest, honestly, dude, between me and you, it's one of my biggest regrets. I don't I don't regret much, but I can tell you if someone asked me one thing that you regret, I can easily point out it was I I regret getting rid. I I regret rehoming him. I really do, really, really do. I don't think I should yeah. have ever done it, but at the same time, I knew it was best for him. Yeah, and so it's rough. Some Rough. days are easier than just others. So some days like I don't it. even think about them. But then there's days like today where I just keep getting reminded of them. And the 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 sounds that she was making in the car when I was taking her to the groomers, uh, my other cat, she sounded just she yeah. sounded just like him. And it just started even more me thinking about him and shit. And I'm like, fuck, dude, I miss you. <laughs> if it's any consolation, dude. <clears throat> excuse me. If it's any consolation, I understand the pain because I'll hear I'll hear my little one in my head like while I'm waking up while I'm walking around in the house sometimes I reach out for him to reach for his little fucked up ear he's, he has cauliflower ear and he's not there so I I understand 100 and uh, wow I'm and, gonna and go in the bathroom and, and have a cry now well don't I mean don't get me wrong too like no one get it twisted I love my other cat to death I love my other cat just as much as I love yeah. the as I love the one I had to rehome I don't resent her or anything. It's just, you know, circum. It's just circumstances. It's no one's fault. I mean, we didn't. I didn't adopt him expecting the other cat to to be the way that she was to him. I mean, it, it just sometimes things don't work out, and it's no one's fault. It's not that anyone did anything. It's just the the cat didn't get along with the circumstances he was in. He doesn't like men. He was afraid of me because of that. And he was also in a situation where he was constantly abused by another, by another cat. And just, it just wasn't right, right for him. Yeah. All right. Well, we can all agree. Women are just bags of meat put on here to earth to order us around and make us feel bad and shit. And oh, dude, we I, just want to dive back in. So do so, cat lovers. Um, I mean, like insane well, cat lovers. Cause my God, they, I, I bet they put me too. on an adoption blacklist over this. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> would not be, well, would not be surprised. Know, Even though, again, it's not, not, not my fault. I didn't intend that. Like, it just, you know, it was circumstances and it was best for him. He needed to be with, he didn't, he didn't, he needed to grow up with or spend time with, he needed to be with a female and couldn't be with a male. Right. And my other cat, right, she um, doesn't, she doesn't like, um, she doesn't like male cats either because uh, when she was a kitten, she had stillborn. So she was kind of taken advantage of by male, uh, by, by male cats. So she doesn't like, which understandable. So she, she, she doesn't like male males and she doesn't like female cats either. Cause females don't get along, but right. yeah, she doesn't like male cats. either. So. <laughs> they sure don't. But, uh... no, no. but I thought, I still thought that she would like, I had hope that, because she was fine with the, being around a dog and stuff. So I'm like, if you're fine being around a dog, you're fine being around another cat. I mean, come on. But, you know, I, I really, really expect a different. And she, and I, I know some people were saying that, like, you know, give it, you know, give it a couple weeks or a month or so and they'll be fine. And it just, her, her violence to him got worse to the point where he was yeah. starting to be violent to her. And I'm like, I can't have this. Like, he's depressed and yeah. he, now he's acting out like. I can't, I can't have him live in fear like this. Like it's not fair to him. But yeah. But hey, so sorry about dominating the fucking show, talking over talking about that shit. I just, he's just been on my mind, and I just wanted to get that off my chest. No, it's understandable. I, I, I do. Dude. I miss I him terribly. Totally Fuck, dude. I, I tell you, on the show and off, like I miss my first son, so. I get it. Like I said, I'm going to go like to your the children. And like I'm mm -hmm. in, uh, like my other cat, she's up all up in my, my ass right now getting pets and everything. And I love her like a kid. And I, and I love the other, I love the other cat like a kid too. It's really, really, it's a, you know, they're, they're like kids to you, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm rumbling in the old gut factory there. <laughs> are you holding up no, I know I'm it's sorry a... no you're fine it's like it's like damn near lunch where you're at so you know yeah it's going I for one man <laughs> we're um 
Yeah, we got we got uh, I guess we got like a little our own little Christmas thing going on today with the with my family. So because we're gonna be hanging out yeah. with um with my girl's family uh Christmas Eve. So we're hanging out with my family today. We're doing a, like a makeshift Christmas plus you know personal stuff going on and stuff. It's just a lot easier that way. So yeah. So yeah, I gotta get going to get ready and shit for that. Anyway, we're gonna see him up at around three. So I we gotta leave in about an hour. So, so I guess it's time yeah, to wrap just, it up. That's all good. Plus, you know, since this, since uh, you know, this episode is came out in the past, all the stuff you're talking about in real time now is not relevant and totally not today, but yesterday and not tomorrow. Exactly. And always twirling, twirling towards the future. But, uh, <laughs> and I'm sorry to end the episode on a, on a, you know, making it, a, making it the cherry show and, and, and kind of putting things on a sad note. I didn't, I didn't mean to do that. I just Italian, man, I get passionate about what I'm talking about, especially when it's something ah, that I'm, you know, about heavy it, emotions about, man. I, our I children, but, you know, so, but, uh, yeah, no, I got to go and, um, take the uh well you know what i don't even have to take the browns to the super bowl they're taking themselves and i'm fucking proud of them but uh i'm gonna go do that <laughs> are you, you, you gonna go and interrogate gonna go interrogate a brown hostage huh uh, i gotta go do some shitty paperwork yeah <laughs> waterboard them and all that stuff but uh yeah man, right, I'll, man. Uh, yeah we we did pretty good today and um i'll fucking i'll talk to you in a little bit and uh or after a bit you know you go do your family shit and uh, we'll see you on uh the Saturday. Sounds good, man. I think this is probably what we're just going to do on uh, on Wednesdays for those listening. Probably maybe not, unless it's a big news week for game gaming. It's not, not really much other than Cyberpunk yeah. and shit. Nothing too much came out. So I think Wednesdays are just going to be our bullshit days. Yeah, we'll, we just talk about whatever. But, you know, we'll, sure. we'll see. If there's we're, big we're games, we'll cover we're that too. Any, any gaming news. So, but, All right, guys. Yeah, I have I mean, been uh, your host, Cherry Jesus. Uh, join along with the man, the myth, the legend. The doo-doo pineapple. Alright, peace guys. Peace, dude. Peace.